We're back. We're back. Good evening, folks, or good day, or good morning, whatever fucking time of the day you're watching this. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, some of you may be thinking, Moisey, what do you mean by back? You haven't been anywhere. But I didn't upload last week. And if you are following these podcasts on a weekly basis, then you'll know I didn't upload last week. Why was that? Well, I'm going to touch on that in tonight's podcast. Because tonight we're talking all about being selfish or selfless, as the case may be, with regards to this particular story. And it's a particular story that comes from my experience of not just last week, but my experience of why there was no podcast last week. And what happened the week before, which caused me to throttle back, if you will. Because... We have this funny relationship with the word selfish, and by definition, makes sense. Definition of being selfish is lacking consideration for other people, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. And so, mums, people that are responsible for looking after other people, families, kids, whatever, we find putting ourselves first and looking after ourselves as a detriment. Because we always think, no, 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 I need to see to other people. I need to make sure they're all sorted. And like I said, I brought mums up earlier because mums are the worst at this and the best of it at the same time. You know, you always put everybody else before yourselves. You know, you dish your dinner up last or if there's any dinner left at all, you know, you will always make sure that everybody else is sorted before you look after other people. And so... Touching on this selfish, selfless argument, during coronavirus, during all of these podcasts, actually, my mission has been to help everybody, to make sure that we all get through this, to make sure you're all in the best possible place, helping you from the best possible position I can, from experience, from knowledge, and of course, from going through this crazy roller coaster of lockdown with you guys. It's been a very, very weird few months hasn't it and my kind of mission going into lockdown was to make sure that I helped as many people through it as I could and lucky enough along the way to help even more people than I entered lockdown with which you know can't be said for a lot of other coaches and and businesses out there you know my love of helping people has spawned more people needing help which or reaching out for help, I suppose, is the better way of putting it. You know, I don't want more people to need help, but I want to help more people, if that makes sense. Uh, help people that need it, if that makes Yeah. You know where I'm coming from. Fuck it. So, what's essentially happened two weeks ago is it got to a Friday. And on a Friday, I do my check-in responses. My clients check in on a Thursday. Friday, I sit down, I review their progress i review what's going on with them and i send my response and obviously talk through tweaks and changes and different coping mechanisms and strategies they can do and given obviously that my role is a fitness and lifestyle coach the title i've given myself as opposed to a personal trainer because i you know to put it simply a personal trainer cares about the hour they're with you in the gym whereas a fitness and lifestyle coach gives a shit about you all the time you know, cares more about the hours you're not in the gym, cares more about how your life is going because everything you go through, including lockdown, 
contributes to what you do or do not do, contributes to your actions, your thought process, your mindset, etc. And so that in itself is why it's so, so, so important to not just focus on an hour's worth of exercise. The reason I moved away from one-to-one personal training and continue to move away from it because I can help more people this way. I can actually help people more effectively this way. And so through working through lockdown with everybody and coaching people and listening to their stories and listening to the woes that they'd face, the highs, the lows, redundancies, marriage issues, and a plethora of different things, something broke in my head two weeks ago. Not in a serious way, not in a, you know, anything you've got to be worried about kind of way. But I sat down at my desk to do my check-ins. And the night before, the Thursday night, something was off. I wasn't feeling my usual self, you know. Something just wasn't quite right. And I, I said to Rach, I was like, I, I don't feel very good. Friday morning came around and I got through my first 10 check-ins. And these 10 people were people that were struggling People that their adherence was hit and miss, but also they were going through lots of different tricky circumstances. And like I said, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. I've created a lot of it myself, but I've got a decent amount of experience of how to navigate stressful situations. And so I try to impart that as best I can. But sometimes it's easy to step outside your line or step outside your your lane, if you will, is the better way of putting it. And sometimes... It's knowing when to throttle back and say to someone, I don't know the answer to that, but this is what I would do. Or, quite simply, I don't know the answer to that. And through trying to help people through lockdown, the conversation developed so much more than it ever has before from just being about calories and movement. I spent more time during lockdown talking about people's situations from a work position from a financial position from a relationship position than I did talking about the calories and the movement which is well and truly stepping outside of my lane if you want to kind of go down the route why people sign up in the first place but it's important that there is the balance you know too much of one can be a bit detrimental you know consider calories and movement too much and don't consider everything else you're going to have a bad time Consider too much of the everything else and not enough about calories and movement and you're going to have a bad time. And so through navigating those first 10 check-ins, my mindset really began to struggle and I began to feel what I can only describe as an overwhelming feeling of anxiety being sat at my laptop and just panic, you know, just wanting to scream going, I just, I can't deal with this. And so I powered through, continued to review, continued to help people as best I could and realized that I'm not in a good place today. But I don't want to let my clients down. And I also want to make sure that I don't give them bad advice. So instead of sitting down and kind of, you know, having a good kind of, what would you call it, a flow session with regards to my check-ins, I paced myself and it took all day to do them. Um, I made sure I had regular breaks every five check-ins or so just to kind of ease my mind a little bit, but was not in a good place. So much so I ended up having multiple naps throughout the day just from getting my head down, but something, something wasn't right. For years, through dealing with 
difficulties in relationships, through divorce, and through all of the highs and lows of my life. Ever since the age of 16, the gym and weight training was there for me. It was something which I always turned to, not just for the physical development side of things, but it was a release for me. I've always, I suppose, not had a temper, but I've always been quite an emotional person. And so having the gym available to me, having that outlet, was always good at balancing me, grounding me, if you will. And so to go four months without it definitely didn't help my mindset definitely didn't help me from a a balanced perspective plus on top of that you know spending four months helping everybody else I lost sight of me and it was that Friday that really showed me that I had spent every day focusing on everybody else you know worrying about everybody else and getting everybody through this unprecedented situation not just my family not just my children but everybody I was working with. My mission, my daily goal every single day was to make sure everybody was okay. But what I didn't realize is that I wasn't okay. It took that Friday of essentially imploding to realize I ain't looking after me. And at that point, at that moment, I was a hypocrite. Because here I was giving advice left, right and centre about people looking after other people and looking after themselves and make sure that, you know, they prioritise themselves, etc. Yet here I was prioritising everybody else. Now, coronavirus did some weird things to everybody, did some weird things to the world. You've only got to go shopping right now in your face mask to recognise that, yeah, the world's changed quite weirdly. But what it did to me was it took my eye off the ball of what I needed. I may have got a lot of things done during coronavirus. I may have done the things I wanted to do with working on the car and working on the bike. But what I didn't realize is that I wasn't doing enough to look after my own head. I was looking after parts of it by ticking the box with things I wanted to do, but I wasn't looking after my own mental state to make sure I switched off. And that that was the key. I wasn't switching off. I was reverting from one form of action, like coaching people, and I was reverting to then working on the bike and the car, as I've touched on in previous podcasts, thinking that that was my escapism, and it usually was. But through not having the gym there and not taking that time to prioritize myself, not the things in my life, just myself, the timer had begun to count down on my implosion if you will and I've never felt that way in 32 years I have never ever gone through that kind of feeling before this feeling of like a constant internal scream just when you want to close your eyes put your hands over your ears and just shut the world out because that's not me it hasn't been me for a very very long time I'm always like, I have, a, I have this saviour complex. My, my mindset is always about how can I help people? How can I serve people? You know, what do people need? Let me, let, me, let me sort that out for you. Let me help you. You know, I'm the kind of guy that will be driving along and I will see anybody 
walking on the side of the road in the rain and I'll be the one that wants to pull over and say, look, I'll give you a lift. Where are you going? You know, but the problem is in, you know, this day and age, you can't do that because you're either immediately classed as a rapist, a paedophile or a weirdo. You can't just pick up random people. And I suppose, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not wise to because you never know if the tables have turned. <laughs> but my mindset has always been on helping people. I spend my entire life helping people. Have Fuck it, it's what I do for a job. And fuck it, that's what this podcast is about. This is hopefully going to help you, you know, helping you kill some time at least. So instead of fighting my savior complex, I made it work for me. But to a point. Because there's an old saying, you can't serve from an empty vessel. And, you know, it's 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 quite simple in terms of an analogy. You have a jug full of water. You have a load of glasses, vessels uh, in front of you. And you can't pour anything out of that jug if you don't have the water in it in the first place. Nothing can be poured into those cups to give to anybody else if you haven't filled up your vessel. And so my 5 a.m., 6 a.m. workouts, whatever, were my way of doing that, combined with the other things I did in my life. And switching off. That was the big one. I was very good pre-lockdown at switching myself off and going, nope, it's, it's okay for me to not answer these messages. It's okay for my phone to go off and for me not to respond to it. But during lockdown, I lost that balance. And that's what set the wheels in motion that led to that Friday, which led to no podcast last week. I realized that I was dedicating 100% of my mindset to everybody else. And what happened was I wasn't looking after myself. I wasn't keeping an eye on myself. And that's why I ended up feeling the way that I did. Now... Going back to how we open this, selfish. Now, selfish, like I said, is is defined as putting your needs before somebody else's or lacking consideration for other people. So selfish isn't really the term I would use here because it's not a case of lacking consideration for other people because if you look after yourself first, then, you know, and on the surface, let's say a situation, oh, you know, you need to be here to get the kids breakfast sorted but you want to go to the gym. In that instance, you could deem that as being selfish. You know, you're choosing to go and do your workout to serve yourself rather than be home to get your kids up and give them breakfast. But in actual fact, by getting up, by going and doing your workout, when you come back home, you're going to be much calmer. You're in a much better frame of mind. And thus the kids get a better version of you. As opposed to getting the, the person who reacts to the day, you know, rolls into it and immediately has to react to everything that's going on. Someone who's maybe got a shorter temper, who hasn't had an opportunity to ground themselves yet. You are someone that has gone out, done their thing, filled up their vessel so they can come home, be calm and get the kids breakfast, you know, or... Just spend time with the kids in the best possible position. Not to mention you're in a much better position to deal with clients, people, because you've looked after yourself. So now tell me, is that selfish or is it selfless? Because there is a very fine balance. 
very fine balance between being selfish. And it's it's getting that balance right, which is the best thing for your head. Because let's take my clients, for example. It's important that I switch off. It's important that I don't constantly pick up my phone or I'm not constantly thinking about helping people or thinking about work, if you want to call it that. But at the same time, too much of the other way means that people don't get helped, means they feel neglected, means they don't feel looked after. It means you don't have a business. So it's balance. And it's knowing what you need. And as I said, even now, even several years into this, I'm still learning. And I learned a lot two weeks ago. I learned a lot about what I need. And so, although there have been jobs kind of kicking around for the last couple of weeks, which have absolutely dominated my time, and other circumstances that have dominated my time too, from an emotional perspective, it's important that I remember that lesson. Because upon speaking to a client of mine the other day, I've come to the conclusion that Every single circumstance we go through in our lives is an opportunity, but also in some way can be turned into a good thing. Now, I mean even the darkest of circumstances. The lessons you learn from those circumstances can shape you as a person, but you get to choose how they shape you. I get to choose the person that comes out of the back of that panic attack or hell breakdown whatever you want to call it i can either come off the back of it and go oh that wasn't fucking great and go oh that wasn't good and then learn nothing from it and then repeat or i can come out the back of it and go that didn't feel very good i'm gonna change things but i'm gonna change things sensibly like i said i could either turn into the coach which is just shit who never gets back to his clients or i could turn into the coach which gets back to his clients too much Or I could find the sweet spot in the middle and recognize that, Moisey, you need a day off. I have always, with every single client I've taken on, I have always said to them, I'm your coach 24-7. You ever need anything, you drop me a message and I'm available. And whilst that still stands, it's important that I recognize that sometimes the act of sending the message, the act of asking for help, the act of putting pen to paper, thumb to keyboard, sometimes that is all the help some people need. But it's also important that for me to be the best coach I can be, for me to be the best father I can be, the best friend, the best partner, I need to be selfish. I need to get my ass out on my bike and go for a ride just because I need to get my ass in the gym, go and do a workout and not worry about getting up and feeding the kids. I need to make sure that just because my phone has gone off does not mean that I have to respond to it. So what are the lessons for you listening? If you've made it this far, 20 minutes in, It's okay to just close your door on the world every now and then. Whether you are a mother, a father, a carer, doesn't matter who's calling on you. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. 
These are your seconds, your minutes, and your hours. By all means, dedicate your life to helping other people, to helping some other person. By all means, give yourself to the act of looking after people because it's fucking beautiful. It's the best. I have the best career. But it does take its toll. And it takes its toll very quietly and very steadily that you don't notice until it's too late. So be vigilant. Don't be afraid to pause and stop. Don't be afraid to take a breath. Don't be afraid of disappointing people. Don't be afraid of telling the world, give me a minute. Because those that matter don't mind. And those that mind don't matter. Because chances are if somebody is so dominating of your time that they can't take a moment to empathize and go, hmm, actually, person's got a lot on. I'm just going to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Then you have to question, is that the kind of person you want in your life? So to every single one of my clients listening, to every single one of my friends listening, to it, fuck it, to every single one of you listening, be there for people. Be there to support people. Be there to help people through your knowledge, through your experience. Be there to hold someone's hand when they need you to be. Don't stop caring. Don't stop empathizing. Don't stop sympathizing. Don't stop offering your support, your love, your generosity and your time. Don't stop listening. But all of those things apply to you too. Don't stop listening to yourself. Don't stop caring about yourself. Don't stop recognizing what you need. Treat yourself like you treat other people. Don't lose sight of yourself, especially through all of this craziness when you have to tick certain boxes just to stay afloat. Because it's a beautiful thing to help other people selflessly. But you'll do an even better job of it if you look after yourself, whether you're a carer, whether you're a parent. Take time to fill up your vessel first. And every fucker gets the benefit, including you, including you. So thank you to all of you that were patient last week. Thank you to all of you who didn't send me a message going, oh, Moisey, where's the fucking podcast? I almost didn't record this one tonight. I almost didn't know how to convey this. But hopefully it made sense. And hopefully now you'll realize that even the strongest or seemingly strongest of people, people that you feel have all the answers, who have everything wrapped up in a fucking bow, sometimes they struggle too. And that's okay. Because there were some really, really beautiful people that reached out last week and the week before and just asked if I was okay. And that's, that's a big thing. It's a big thing. Look after yourselves, okay? Look after each other, yeah. 
but don't lose sight of yourself because the only person that can help the world is you. And if you're fucked, you ain't helping anybody. To leave you with one final example of that, when you are on a plane, if the plane goes down, what is it they say? Secure your oxygen mask before anybody else's. And that includes children because you can't help anybody if you're dead. Look after yourself. Prioritize yourself and everybody gets the benefit. You're not being selfish. You're being selfless. Folks, thanks for listening. Appreciate your time. Episode 19 in the bag. Stay tuned for episode 20. We are back. We are rolling again. And who knows? Episode 20 might be appearing a little bit sooner than you think. But obviously, continue to let me know what you think of these podcasts, particularly this one. A bit more of an emotional one for me. Um, And of course... Make sure you leave a little review on iTunes for me, okay? There are some good reviews on there, but it's not been a new review for a few weeks now. So if you guys could take some time out, just head over to iTunes, head over to podcasts, and just leave a little review for me. That would be amazing. But as always, thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears, and I will see you on episode 20. Toodles.